Well, as long as I see it in your waveform, that's fine. Okay. You guys clapped, right? I did. Clapped in some level. Okay. Who's intro? I think I clapped twice. <laughs> this is. Well, Micah, this we is this is your time. very much your color. Is it? Well, it's your color. I think it's you two's colors. I think. Our two colors. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're back. It's new. It's the streets of New Capanna doing red, red rares and riveteers, and uncommons. And red some rares and riveteers. That's like alliteration. And mythics. Yes. Very good. I guess I'll start then with this first one. This card is arcane bombardment. Costs four red red. It's a mythic enchantment, and it has, whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, exile an instant or sorcery card at random from your graveyard. Then copy each card exiled with arcane bombardment. You may cast any number of the copies without paying their mana costs. And this is a crazy. This is a crazy card. What do you have? This all combo, right? Combo. Yeah, combo. Again, we gotta fix these. Uh, <laughs> we gotta fix these ratings. Like oh yeah, fix mm. like how. Next set. <laughs> Next set. Next set. We gotta figure it out. Um, I yeah, am actually thoughts? very iffy on this card. Really? Yeah, it's it's one of the it's it's it falls in the line of like red enchantment spells that do crazy things. Um, there's, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's called like Guild Fight is like one of them. The one that like cascades or something. It's one of those. Yeah, it's it's all Very right. Shenanigan. Yeah, yeah. I feel like to me it's like a win more, like a six mana spell. At that point, yeah, you could be casting some crazy. I mean, this is a crazy card. I just don't want to build a deck around this. Too much thinking. Actually, that's a really good point. It is. It does feel kind of win more. Like the cards that I mentioned were like they they're kind of cool. Like you can build around it. Like, but they are if you build a deck around like a red enchantment. Sometimes it's a yeah. win more. Sometimes it's kind of fun and interesting. But this one definitely is more like a win more. Yeah. Kevin, are you gonna build this? Mm, <laughs> no. Wow. I think more because well, the first card I thought of to compare it to was um from Guilds of Ravnica, Thousand Year Storm. I don't know if you guys remember. That yeah, card. yeah. Thousand yeah. Year Storm was pretty interesting though. Yeah, but then this thing is kind of it's kind of like a limited version of it because it only works from the first. Uh, instant or sorcery you cast. Oh, so right. yeah, like kind of like you guys said, it's it's a win more, and it doesn't really do anything until turn seven. Well, I guess yeah, turn seven because you're tapped out on turn six, or whenever yeah. you play this, and yeah. it doesn't really get rolling until you have yeah. like a bunch of spells exiled with it. Yeah, and if you're like if you were playing like a green like if you were like trying to ramp into this, it's like you're playing green, red. If the, you're gonna need ramp spells, and you're gonna need like this enchantment. I feel like that's that's a lot of things trying to happen. Yeah, and like what spells would those be? You know. Yeah, and like yeah, it's like are you gonna be yeah. playing your ramp spells? Are you better be playing burn spells or like something? It's it's. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I like the art, the wording, like so you cast everything that's been exiled with it, right? Yeah. So like, when it gets going, like you're gonna be casting like five spells mm -hmm. when you cast your first. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, so weird. I think this this should be C for commander. I think is this in a single t like if if these were <laughs> one of your I guess. right if this is one of your like cool spells in commander, um, oh, yeah, this is totally fine because it's like it's it's helping you kind of 
push for push for game if anything yeah um because yeah. your deck will probably like i can imagine like an is it deck that has like burn spells and draw spells so and like certain enchantments that kind of like make it spicy Ooh. yeah i think this one fits in there perfectly c for commander <laughs> c for combo and <laughs> commander yeah yeah i yeah, think it's about card. the same like yeah, and like what Darren said, in standard you wouldn't. Yeah, you're you're not playing what this. Would, what would you be doing with this? And I don't think. <laughs> it's like you waited turn six, and then your opponent's like, "Okay, <laughs> what now?" <laughs> and then like the, yeah. you're probably like close to death if you. <laughs> but yeah, commander <laughs> card, I would say. Definitely. All right, next card, uh, Kevin. Oh, this is perfect. introducing our yeah. Yes. Go ahead. So uh, this card is Devilish Valet. It costs two and a red. It is a Devil Warrior creature with Trample and Haste. And yeah, it has a mechanic. It's a Alliance. And whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, double Devilish Valet's power until end of turn. And it's a one. It's a one three. three. Yes. All right. So this is all right. Int- introing our. Riveteer mechanic. This is. Oh no no! I this think is a good this card, is right? uh, the Cabaretti mechanic. Oh, this is cover. Oh, sorry. But oh, it, it is, is a guild oh. mechanic or. A oh, I see. Yeah, mechanic. yeah. Okay, what do we have? Kevin. Ha- oh, Kevin likes it. We and Darren are. We kind of like it. I. Mm. I I kind of like it. Um, but it's it kind of belongs in like. Naya. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe like a Boros, um, Boros aggro deck that's running like Swift Spears and you're playing like spells. Mm, yeah. To kind of like help see. pump it or like... You also need creatures to activate this ability. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's... Mm, that does kind of make it weird. That's a cabaret thing, right? Yeah. Yes. They probably do stuff. Because you kind of want to use spells to like pump it, but... You need creatures to trigger the alliance, but I, I guess like you're gonna be like using like creatures that pump other creatures. Then, huh? yeah, maybe. Uh, eh. um, I think it's a fair card. I yeah. think it is a fair card. Um, I think we mentioned this in the other podcast when we were talking about um, Maestro's Diabolus, the one that makes the devil token when it attacks. Oh yeah, I think yeah, this was yeah. the specific example that we gave where. That one is a four drop, and this one is your three drop. Oh. And Diabolus essentially is giving you two creature triggers, but well, like on that turn, yeah, yeah, oh, in yeah. that turn, yeah, because it enters and then you make it. Um, oh. I think what Darren said is correct, though. You would really want if you have something that you can pump this, and then you double it. Um, right, kind of like electrostatic pummeler back in Kaladesh. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or like, um, I was thinking like it fits, it fits really nicely into, um, into like the old like, um, monastery swift spear and like, not monastery mentor the, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you talking about like the Boros prowess deck mentor that were around? Yeah, the Boros prowess yeah. deck basically. Like that's where oh, I want of it. The meek. But mm-hmm. to trigger it, you need. To, you need an ETB. Uh, you need a you need another creature. So it's like. What about a uh, young pyromancer? Ooh. Oh. That 
could work. I like right? that. You can cast a spell to pump it, and then it doubles, right? Oh, that's yes. actually kind of cool. And that is still keeping it mono red, so. Huh. Like you can still work around splashing another color into it if you if you go that route. Oh, yeah. interesting. Maybe is it add this yeah. to is it blitz? But yeah, I think what you said it is it is a fair card. Yeah, the trample really helps it though. Mm, oh yes, <laughs> that's crazy. But I, I like this card. Yeah, I, I like the turn too. Yeah, the turn you drop it, it's not gonna be doing much. <laughs> Swing for one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trample. <laughs> it, does, it does have a lot of potential. I like that being like a, a like you said. It's it's a pretty good card. It's just not mm. too amazing. Not too amazing. Mm. It's not legendary, so you can have a bunch of these out. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I actually did not order this card. Um, I was trying to figure out how to build around it, but if you guys have, <laughs> oh bless you. Thank you. I'll mute that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay. All right, what's the next card? Okay. Uh, Daring, go ahead. Okay, this is Horde Holler. Oh. Um, mm. It's red uh, red 3 generic um, <laughs> artifact vehicle. Trample whenever Horde Holler deals combat damage to player. Create a creature token for each artifact they treasure. control. Oh, sorry. Treasure token. For each artifact mm. they control. Crew 3, it's a 5-5. Five five. Okay, uh, okay. No... <laughs> no? What do you no. Alright, okay. It's I mean Oh yeah, we don't like it. Try. Okay, in Commander, this card makes total <laughs> sense. Command. Let's say I was building um what's her name? This is terrible. Um The Pilot the Pilot Lord. Oh, I forgot her name. Man, I played uh, this card. Why don't I Dapala, yeah. Okay, if you're playing a Dapala uh, commander deck, this is like the dwarf, right? Yes, mm-hmm. a dwarf okay. command, dwarf commander, a dwarf lord, vehicle lord. Yes, yes. Either one of those, she is pretty good. If you this, this horde holler is actually really good at that deck because everybody's running artifacts in commander. You swing at someone, they probably have a clue to- a clue stone, and like. Or a soul ring. Like, a mana rock. Yeah, they have mana rocks and treasure tokens. Because everybody loves treasure mm-hmm. tokens. You're basically like stealing their treasure, to- treasure tokens. I think this card is pretty cool. In Commander. Hmm. Terrible everywhere else, I think. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. it. I'm done. Kevin? Um, you have it as combo. Yeah, I think I rated this one the highest. Um, yeah. Treasure tokens were kind of prominent in this set. So, yeah, like what Darren said, it does have the flavor of you swooping other people's treasures because you're making treasure for each one that's on the board. But also it works with vehicles that might be on the board or um, I don't know if there are Mm -hmm. any mana rocks in standard right now, but um, I don't think so. Yeah, not that I can think of. I guess another thing like a fringe case would be... um, Artifact lands, but <laughs> oh yeah, no. swing it, uh, swing it, uh, Micah and, and uh, yeah, affinity decks. Oh dude, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get so many treasures. But then this is a fair card because it's a four drop, but you don't really attack with it until turn five, so it's a five five turn five technically. Yeah, it does have trample. Five five trample is pretty good. Yeah, and I think yeah that um, treasure token, it's the thing you're aiming for. But you might not always get it. But in a multiplayer game, like what Darren said, then you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, picking a certain target with this, <laughs> 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 and yeah, he's gonna get you ahead. 
Yeah. I just don't like it because the rate's kind of... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's fair. Four mana for 5-5, five, five, yeah. But you still got to crit. Yeah, it, it's fair. But yeah, I don't see it in Constructed much. Yeah. Alright, next card. Oh, I'll read this. Oh, Kevin, we have experience with this card already. <laughs> this is Jaxus the Troublemaker. Costs three and a red. He is legendary creature, human warrior. It has a uh, red and tap. Discard a card. Create a token that's a copy of another target creature you control. It gains haste, and when this creature dies, draw a card. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. Activate only as a sorcery. And it has blitz. Blitz cost is one and a red, and it's a two three. And a blitz is the the the, the riveteer's mechanic, right? Yes. Yes. Right. And the 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 effect is basically blitzing another creature. So blitz, you can cast it for its blitz cost, and the creature gains haste. And when this creature dies, you draw a card, and you sacrifice the creature at the beginning of the next end step. And that's a lot of text on this card. Wait, I, I made a mistake. This is the buy box promo, I believe. Oh, is it? Oh. Right there. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Let's see, a combo, playable, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we like this card, right? I, I think it's going to see play. I like this card. Um, I just, it just, here, uh, uh, I'll let you guys talk about this card first. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, mine is, uh, okay, so I like this card, but I just didn't know how to, like, fit, in it, fit it in a deck. I feel like it has okay. so much potential in what it, what it can do, and it's so spicy. It just doubles up on whatever creature that you have. Um, we play. Uh, Kevin uses like uses against us, and he and he blitz Jaxus, and I was like, wait, that's so wait. good. Uh, yes. He blitz yes. Jaxus, but um, she had the tap, so she was only doubling up on a creature that was on the board. But I think that but, that creature was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, if you have a crazy creature on the board, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, like Kevin. <laughs> exactly. So it's only as good as the type of creatures that you have. That being said, like the potential of the card is pretty high. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess yeah. Um. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. You guys rated it higher than I did back at the time, but yeah. I'm the one who ended up playing it. <laughs> um. I mean, I do agree it's a combo piece, but it is a good combo piece, like what you guys were saying. And yeah, uh, I used this recently. I think if. You have something you can get it going turn three because you can blitz her can and bl- then yeah. pay the red to activate her ability right away. Yes, yes. Um, I think we'll probably go into detail more about it later, but I think blitz is a fun mechanic, and with her, um, as you guys mentioned, um, if you have something on the board that you can copy, it's really good right away because blitz kind of lets you get that card back when you discard something and you might have a deck that might work with like discarding things and blitz might sound kind of negative at first because you're losing your creature and then you're drawing a card and it feels kind of like a zero cost but with this mm. it kind of puts you ahead because you're making a token out of it that like also gets blitz so it's a free card draw I guess in a way like that with it's, a free attack also it's two card draws right because if you blitz uh, Jaxus and you're blitzing another creature. Yes. If you blitz yourself, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You'd be drawing two cards. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, like that's a, pretty cool. It's like a three mana um three mana spell that causes you to like double up on a creature, draw two cards. 
What card does oh. that? I think they banned yeah. something in modern back then. Yeah, it's right? pretty <laughs> pretty loaded, yeah. That's probably what you want to do, right? Blitz this and then have it copy something. Yeah, if you have, I mean if you have something turn two. Yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. But if not, I think you can also do it late game. Yeah. And if you really just want to copy something off the bat. Yeah. If you have something strong like, already. Yeah, if you hard cast it, then she can, you know, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, then copy something. Then, and blitz then it, yeah. you're like probably like, got your engine going. Then yeah, that's a lot better. of. That's card advantage. I have a question. Yeah, blitz. Mm-hmm. Blitz is interesting. Would you would is this card more of a, like would you be blitzing Jaxus most of the time, or would you be setting up for more uh, blitzes later on? Like, would you be blitz? Would you casting up for a blitz cost or for like regular, mana cost? more often you think mm, it's hard to say probably it depends on the build yeah I think. for me Kay. um i think i'm running three copies of her in the deck i think i used to run four just because i feel like like what you said um you might blitz her depending on how the situation is but it's good that it's open both ways yeah i feel like you can run four and if you just draw two, just blitz one. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> what is that? That's basically like a shock and loot. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you swing. And... Yeah. yeah, blitz is very interesting. I-, I like it. Yes, yes. Yeah, she's a good card. One more thing about Jaxus. Um, it's a commander thing. It's But it's because it's specifically because I played this commander. Um, hmm. There's a there's a commander called Felden of the Third Path. I've played it. I don't know if you guys remember. But... Oh. He cares about things going into the graveyard, and he'll make a token of it. He can make a token of it. So, oh, it <laughs> if you have him, and if you're like, and if you can blitz Jaxus at the same time, you're just like, you're making like double the you're 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 having like one two. You have two of these. You have two of the creatures. That's pretty cool. I don't know. Very fringe in that scenario, but I think I would play that. Where's my Jaxus's? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Also, we should play Commander. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, good card. Nice use of Blitz on her, I think. Oh, yes. Alright, next card, uh, Kevin? Sure. Next card is Professional Facebreaker. It costs two and a red. It is a human warrior creature with menace. And it says, whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, create a treasure token. Also, um, you can sacrifice a treasure to exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn, and it is a 2-3. Yes, yes. And how do we have this? Oh, Darren really likes this card. Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. So going up, I have it, Fringe, and then Kevin, and then Darren. Tell us, Darren. Convince us. Um... I think, okay, um, hear me out. This card is uh, great in Commander. Other than that, I think it's a fun <laughs> card. <laughs> uh, it's something that I would want to play, but it is expensive. And I wouldn't know what deck to put it in. Because it's like in a weird spot. Like, it's three mana. The three mana spot is like, there's so many good creatures well, there's only so many good creatures in, like, the 3-mana spot, like, in Pioneer or, like, in Modern. But it's, like, this is not, this is nowhere near close to, uh, like, to to being good in in, in that, those formats. In, in those formats, in the 3-mana slot. 
I I agree with you. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it is slow. Yeah. So there's that. Kevin? So do you think Darren is more of a commander card then than a constructed card? I feel like it is. It, this is. I feel like a lot of these cards that I've uh, that I'm seeing are very much commander cards. Specifically, this one. Even more, this one. Yeah, I think you said. It is an expensive card money-wise because I think it's being propped up by Commander. I agree. Um, yeah. Constructed, I guess it. Yeah, like what you said, it's an okay card. Um, I don't like it because it only gets you one treasure token. <laughs> That's the thing that yeah, like made like, me knock it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knock down. But yeah. I one think, I think if it was any stronger, it'd be busted. <laughs> like whenever <laughs> a creature. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does yeah. That, damage. That's crazy. Yeah, or if you give it haste, Ugh, if this had, if this thing had haste, oh, yeah, the menace yeah, I think haste. enables yeah. itself. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't know where this card would go. Right, like sacking a treasure to exile the top. That's that's nice. Like red impulse draw, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's for aggro decks to do that, and this isn't very aggro, aggro. in my opinion. Yeah. Like three drops, you have. Yeah, there are a lot of creatures that have, like, more power. And like ability, like Darren said, like it, for yeah, the three drops, it has other stuff. It's going. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play Jaxus on turn three and like <laughs> copy something. <laughs> yeah, he's in a weird spot. Yeah. yeah, probably good for commander though, right? Yeah, you guys said. Yeah. Okay. Next one, uh, Darren. A uh, structural assault? Is that what we're looking at? Yes. Yes. Uh, hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. Take your time. I can edit this out. I can cut the... the okay, don't take too much time. You, hello? <laughs> hello? Hello? Uh, Darren? Uh, what? Darren? <laughs> where, is, where is he? I'm here, sorry. Huh? Alright, I'm leaving that room. in. Oh. <laughs> Uh, what okay. did you think about Discord? Go Sorry, ahead. let me talk about stru- let, let's let me name it and then I'll, I'll be back. Oh, so this is structural okay. assault. This is a two red, three colorless um, sorcery. Destroy all artifacts. Then structural assault deals damage to each creature equal to the number of artifacts that were put into the graveyards uh, from this from the battlefield this turn. Um, this card is. <laughs> Okay, um, oh. I guess oh, we'll talk opinion? about it. Yeah, um, sure. I guess I'll say it first. Uh, I guess the first thing, this also feels like a commander card. Put it as combo. Mm. Um, I guess an interesting ruling that people mentioned back then was people cannot, well, they can sacrifice their tokens in response to this, but it still counts as a artifact hitting the graveyard for them. Uh, oh, I see, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because right, they're cause, trying like, oh, you know, yeah. Right. So, it'll yeah, it'll still see them going to the graveyard. Even tokens, right? You yeah, yeah, even tokens. Okay. But then yeah, so how... Mana for this is yeah, do, uh, how do you like this? <laughs> yeah, Darren put it as playable. Playable? So I'm Maybe very... he's thinking commander. <laughs> Maybe, but... I mean... It's oh, not yeah. that playable. I guess it's, it's kind of like an artifact board wipe. Yeah. The thing is, it's like artifact and creature. Right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's nice that red has this because mm-hmm. you know white usually has the kind of board wipes and even like ones that let you choose like creatures, enchantments, things like that. 
Yeah. Like what to destroy. So it's nice that red has it, but yeah, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, it's in a weird spot. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like what you said, it works best in a commander game because you can't main deck this and expect your opponent to, <laughs> to yeah, run to artifacts and yeah. then enough artifacts to make it worth it. Yeah. I think at that point you'd be losing. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, a board wipe. Oh, oh yes, commander. yes. So yeah, is that why you put red. it as playable? Oh, did I put this as playable? Uh, this yeah, is, you, this is you this is this is below playable <laughs> in a sideboard. Okay. Not even in a sideboard, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, but in commander, you think? I think it's playable, commander. I think I think um, in commander, having like a like not really a sideboard card, but like like a blowout kind of. Um, like specific removal type of card in commander is really good um this one acts it does two things and it does it does creature removal and um does artifact removal yeah, yeah and especially this is really good if there was like someone who's playing like more like multiple like artifacts like multi like create like creature artifacts on a field so uh-huh yeah i didn't think about that yeah so it it's pretty impactful um, in certain in, in certain, matchups. In certain, in certain <laughs> matchups, depends on depending on your table. I think this is I think this is actually pretty good. I think this is you. Yeah, I can't think of a, a card that does both of these things. Mm. So that's like two mm. slots in your commander deck. That's one. That so you, that's so. I'd say that's that's a that's a win. So a commander card mostly. Deck. Commander card. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think yeah, we we all agree. Yeah. 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 It's nice that red has this though. I, mm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, next card. I'll read this. Oh, it's it's Urabrask, Heretic Praetor. And he costs three red red. Legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor. He's a mythic. He has haste and at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You may play it this turn. And it also has, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, instead they exile the top card of their library. They may play it this turn. And he's a 4-4. And we have him... Uh, yeah, about the same. Kind of fringe. That that kind of zone. Look at Darren, you have him as combo. Oh, sorry. This should be fringe. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we all agree. Yeah, I think we're all a little underwhelmed by this Praetor, especially after Vorinclex and then uh, Jin Kataxius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so is weird. Yeah, this one is like, it's a 4-4 four, four for 5. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has haste, but yeah. no evasion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And usually the Praetors, they kind of have like a bonus for you and then uh, a negative for your opponent, but this one, it it's okay. It doesn't feel that strong. Yeah, I mean, it it still technically is a bonus for you and a negative for them. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not the best. It, it's not the best. If if you can um if you can do the like if you can, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of like, enchantment that prevents a, an opponent from casting anything outside of their hand, right? What is that? Yeah, uh, it's probably a card. I can't think of. Um, it. white card, Dranith Magistrate. Okay, From, there you go. Uh, so I think I think so, Icoria. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> that's a heavy investment for that one. 
So it's like uh, you have a two card combo there. It does lock them out. To lock them out of their <laughs> hand. Well, and their deck. Lock them out from drawing. From drawing. Well, well. I mean, it kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the first ability is nice. Like, you're basically drawing two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you can play and, it. Yeah. And your opponent. It. Uh, stops them from keeping cards in their hand, I guess. Yeah. Um, like when they draw them, but yeah. There's a Trefer's puzzle box. At the beginning of each player's draw step, that player puts the puts a, puts their hand into the bottom of their library, then draws that many cards. Then I guess it prevents them from um, drawing. Oh, wait, no. No, this one's just no. the, the next time. Oh, it's so the next yeah. time yeah. they draw. Oh, so even, so that mostly does, even, the, even the puzzle draw. box doesn't work with them. Yeah, so yeah, like what you said, it's mostly just a natural draw step. Mm, but yeah. then, yeah, that um, Dranith Magistrate thing you said, it does lock them out, but... So. Yeah, he's just underwhelming, I think. Yeah, he's missing He's missing some things to be good. Yeah, some oomph. Yeah, yeah poor Ourobras. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. This is, this is the hero we have to count on? I don't really understand his art, either. I don't... I, I don't. <laughs> he's dabbing on the haters, I don't know. <laughs> I can't make out... His head and his arm. I is that a I is that know. supposed to be wings? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that one. Yeah, that one on the left is like his. He has like a blade arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I read a story for New Capanna, and it's got interesting. I've been reading the stories recently just to see how it all pieces together. This Phyrexians. Um, he runs into Elspeth, but uh, on the story it was saying that he's um, I think traveling. To different planes, um, it weakens the praetors. So. Oh, oh, interesting. But then I don't know. Vorn's like didn't seem that weak, <laughs> stat wise compared oh, to this huge. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, I think that's what the art is. He they lost most of their armor, so they they look more organic than um. Oh yeah. They usually oh, do. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. He lost a lot more than armor, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof, man. <laughs> yes, haste for some reason, though. But, <laughs> but yeah, I wish it would have been better. Um, and I think the price for the card kind of reflects that. So. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's like three bucks, four bucks. Yeah. Dang. Base mythic. Yeah. All right, next card. Kevin. Oh, perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Hideaway card. Uh, next card is Widespread Thieving. Costs 2 and a red. It's an enchantment. Rare with Hideaway 5. So just to refresh, Hideaway, um, look at the top 5 of cards of your library. Exile one of them face down and put the rest in the bottom in a random order. So this one, whenever you cast a multicolored spell, create a treasure token. And then you may, you may pay a wi uh, one white, one blue... Black, red, and a green all together. If you do, you may play the exiled card without paying its mana cost. This is... Yeah. Alright, how do we have it? It's <laughs> trash. Uh, Darren, okay, you gotta explain this one. It's a little up on what? this. What? Okay. You put it as combo. Oh. Or, yeah, no, this yeah. card's, uh, uh. No, it's okay. I w I'd rather not. <laughs> it's, it's bad, right? It's, it's bad. <laughs> It's bad. You, you're not. You're you're not casting the card for free. You're paying five you're paying treasure for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, you're basically okay, just we, drawing. 
if we ignore that though, right? I guess so. Whenever you cast a multicolored spell, you, you get a treasure. treasure. So it's kind of like a discount, right? <laughs> Imagine there was a land that you had. <laughs> 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 you paid five for it. Uh, I haven't even cast it at that point. Well, uh-huh. then, then would you just yeah. play? You, would you just pay the, play this to get the free treasure tokens from for casting a multicolor spell? That's I. I don't I know guess honestly. So? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so. Oh, it's at so. Turn bad. three. Turn three, and then you're you're in red. So assuming you're not playing any. It's a build around, I would say, if you do it that way. Yeah. Because you you're making treasures. You can just use the treasures to cast the the spell, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you need multicolored cards to like make use of it. Yeah. It's like you're investing something for the future, but like it's not natural. Like, um. It's not incidental. Like, you're paying for this up front so that you can get treasure tokens <laughs> in hoping that it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, like, the investment will pay off, like, later. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's okay. Like, I hate it. I hate everything yeah. about this. Card. I think the reason they added that, that mana restriction is so that people don't slam this into commander in, like, any red deck. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That text makes it, you have to cast it, uh, you have to put it in a five color. That, yeah, that was my next question. Yeah, that, yeah. You can't just cheat anything. Yeah, because then, yeah. yeah, if it didn't have that, if it said um, like five mana or like if it didn't have those symbols in there, I think yeah. this would be splashable in any red commander deck, and I think that's what they were trying to like perfect. It's like an Aetherworks Marvel kind of yeah. thing. But then, yeah, like okay. what you said, Micah, look, just looking at the first half, it's okay. It, yeah, it's built yeah, around. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hate it. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the it's the most niche hideaway card. Yeah, I don't want to say let's... bad straight up, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go next. Go next. There, go next. Multicolored. Uh, Mister Orfeo. Oh, Mister Orfeo. Orfeo. The Boulder. <laughs> the Boulder. Um, it is black, red, green. Wait, one black, red, green. It's a legendary creature, Rhino Warrior. Whenever you attack, double uh, target creature's power until end of turn. And its stats are... And it's 2-4. Uh, mm. I think it's alright. This is an uncommon. I think it's alright. And I think... Trash! <laughs> <laughs> Why do you even rate it there? Just... <laughs> it's... Just talk about it with us. Don't even rate the cards anymore. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Keep changing. <laughs> it's all right. Wait, are you, is it all right now? Or <laughs> you guys talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has it a com- has yeah. combo. I mean, it's very okay, clear. Yeah. Like I rated it yeah. the highest, and I think definitely a combo piece. Um, it's a four drop, so you would have something. It. The good thing about it is you can activate it right away when it enters the battlefield. So at turn four combat, you'd be doubling something. Hopefully, um, I guess yeah. an easy one is um, Devilish Valet. But oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a four three because you drop this, so Devilish Valet gets doubled. It gets doubled and, double and then you else. Double. Oh, but yeah. a wider application of it would be um, if you have something that has double strike. There are a lot oh. of double strike creatures, like three, oh. uh, three drop or lower. Double that. Um, oh, that's kind of spice, yeah. I think we'll talk about it later. I think my favorite card in here, Zeatora. Um, 
Zeotora sacrifices a creature and deals damage to any target based on its power. So Ooh. if you double something with this guy out, like you shoot someone. And you fling it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think another card we'll talk about too later is Zeotora's Envoy. It's a 5-4 with Trample. This so is the, thing, yeah, the card you used against it. Trample. And, <laughs> and um, it does big yeah. stuff when it does combat damage. Yeah, nothing's going to get through that. Um, another thing, I guess, um, another three drop. I think we talked about it last time is um, Shakedown Heavy, Ooh, which is a yeah. six four. Six with four. Yeah. I think at that point you're just drawing your card. <laughs> oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. So nothing's not getting it. Nothing's yeah. not hitting anything at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's legendary. I think for a reason. <laughs> oh yeah, it's legendary. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's the boulder. The boulder. <laughs> right. And this is he's in the Riveteer family, right? That's is that Riveteer? Yes. Yes. Or, okay. Okay. All right, Jund. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's gonna do some crazy shenanigans, I think. I can see it being played if you can figure out how to break it. Yeah, Darren, you agree? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's a nice. It's a nice thing to add to a to a deck. Yeah. 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 Okay, next card. I'll read this. This is Agnes the Dragon's Lash. Uh, okay. It costs one, and then red black hybrid mana, uh, red, and a red green hybrid mana. He's a legendary creature via Shino Warrior. Uh, he has haste, he's a 3 3, and it has whenever a creature you control with haste attacks, create a tapped treasure token. And let's see. I think I was pretty hype on this card. Oh, really? Oh, playable, playable. Wait, there. What would that be? Is that busted or... Oh, that's B for... Um... Bulk. Oh, it's bulk. Bulk? Really? Bulk? Oh, really? Really? I think it's just something... It's kind of like fits the the boulders like uh, it problem. It's like it's you can fit it into a deck. It'll mm. be good. But only in the deck. It'll, yeah. It's not too interesting like it re it re like re requires synergy mm. yeah okay and that it's well me and kevin have it yeah i like yeah, it yeah. um, well she has Pretty haste playable. off the bat does she so she oh, oh i didn't know that. flavor text yeah. Um, oh um, yeah yeah but so turn four i mean three three at least she has haste so she can trigger off herself um yes. I did make a River Tears deck and I used it against you guys. She was in there originally, but I mean, to Darren's point, you kind of have to build around her either with Blitz creatures because Blitz creatures have haste. Oh, true, yeah. Um, I took her out because I paired her with Rhythm of the Wild. Rhythm of oh. the Wild. Because Rhythm of the Wild grants creatures haste. Well, Riot, which means... Yeah, Riot. Yeah. So either the haste or the plus one, plus one counter. Um, so my thinking back then was, if I drop something, it's been blitzed already. So I would give it a plus one, plus one counter and swing. Or oh. it doesn't, and then I would give it haste. But in either case, you would make a treasure token. But I took her out because I didn't have a mana problem per se. Because right. I think I turned four... You're okay. Well, for me, like my build, my curve was okay at that point. But I think if if you can make it work. Um, yeah. 
the the yeah. treasures will be helpful. You'll get at least one with her, like guaranteed. Even you, you don't have any haste creatures. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the the floor of this, right? You just play it, swing, you get a treasure, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, it does work well with Blitz. But yeah, I agree with you. Like the what's it called? Like what you get out of it, like a treasure token. I'm not. It doesn't really fit with how you want to play her, right? Right. You kind of want to just the top swing end. fast. Yeah. Yeah, the payoff is kind of going in another direction. Yeah, like getting one treasure is nice, but then at some point, if you're getting three or four a turn, like what do you do with those treasures? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could probably figure something out. Oh, to yeah. yeah. Treasures, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's kind of going another way. So I, I, I can see where you guys are coming from. Mm -hmm. I still like it, though, like slamming down Oh yeah. turn okay. four, swing, mm -hmm. treasure. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think I'd just play this in an aggro deck. And use the treasure to like play a burn spell or something. <laughs> yeah, you can technically run it in the like, mono red deck just because of the hybrid. Yeah. Oh, you can! Oh, wait a minute. That's like, that's kinda... one thing I liked about. I guess, yeah, I think all the lieutenants um, have, like, they yeah. can be played in like a monocolor deck. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like it though. Um, With all these, like, treasure token um, cards, can you. Mm -hmm. Would you could, would you guys play Shrapnel Blast? Uh, it's like a it's like a two mana it's like um an artifact, like an deal, artifact five. deal five damage to any target. Yeah, mm. that sounds I plausible. That's yeah, good. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like all this incidental like treasure tokens, they're not going to be doing much for you at turn four. But if you're going to try to finish someone off, well, I feel like you can. But I think if a deck is running Shrapnel Blast, it would have artifacts ready to right to blast. Yeah. Exactly. Either eh, way, yeah. I guess. Because like what you said, like, the, the treasure tokens aren't doing anything for you. Yeah. But I feel like a deck that's running Shrapnel Blast would be a faster yeah. deck. Mm. Yeah, probably going... Another direction with a build. Yeah, and if like you're if, the... if you're running shrapnel blast and you have no treasure token, if you have no treasure tokens, it's like a dead exactly. Card. Yeah, dead. so that's why yeah. you, like you would have dedicated like, oh, this thing's meant to be blasted, or you know, like, oh, I'm gonna kill you next turn. I'll blast my dark seal citadel. You know, kind of. Citadel. <laughs> <thing. laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next card, uh, Kevin. Kevin. Ooh, sure. Next card is Riveteer's Ascendancy. It costs um, Riveteer mana, which is a black, red, and a green. It's an enchantment, and it's a rare. And whenever you sacrifice a creature, you may return target creature card with lesser mana value from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Do this only once each turn. Oh. Right. And we all have this as combo. I think, yeah, this is one of the other cards that also you'd in the Repetitor's deck um, against you guys. Um, I oh, guess really? I can talk about it first since um, uh, in my build, uh, I was thinking about how, how many of these to run because the once a turn thing is limiting, but it's understandable because otherwise you would just keep sacking your creatures down mana cost yeah. wise. Yeah. Um, so I'm running two right now at the moment. I might like play around with three. Uh, because if you have multiple copies, at least um, 
that stacks. So if you sacrifice one creature, you get two creatures back with this thing. But I think the issue is having creatures in their graveyard to bring back. So that's kind of like the good and bad thing about Blitz. Is that oh, yes. the Blitz creatures go to the graveyard and they get sacrificed. So you kind of get both triggers that way. But then at the same time, that's kind of the downside because you need something in the graveyard and the creature needs to be sacrificed. And I think that happened um, when we were playing. I think I attacked Micah with um, that Blitz um, Workshop um, Rhino guy. And you mm. killed him through combat, so he didn't get sacrificed. Right, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get the Ascendancy trigger from him. Right. And I was expecting to. Yeah. So you need, like, maybe a backup sack outlet. Yeah. That's what yeah. I realized after playing that, too. It's like, oh, I need to... Mm. Yeah, like, on paper, like, this is a strong card, right? It's just mm. free recursion. I wonder... Yeah, it's a build around for sure. I, I wonder if, like, this fits in, like, the... Like the old school pioneer historic Jund sacrifice deck, Ooh. like the cat oven. Uh huh. But I feel like at that point it's kind of a win more, I think. And cat's like one mana, so you're not gonna get <laughs> you're anything. Not back. And then yeah, cat can bring itself back from the <laughs> yeah. oven. But oh, yeah, it's what definitely was it a that builder. Deck? It had, um, it Mayhem had Devil. Mayhem Devil, which costs three. Three, yeah. What uh, are the creatures for there? there Corval, 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 is that his name? Yeah, Corval, the dragon. dragon. Corval costs six. Five. Yeah, he's pretty up there. Five. Is it five? Um, is there a two? My build. My build was running um, adventure creatures. So I was running uh, mm. a murderous rider, mm. which then, costs three. Yeah, and a bunch of like food food making things. Oh, I I had the troll. Oh yeah, the troll king. Yeah, mm. cost six. And yeah, but you don't really. Sacrifice that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, can. I yeah, I agree. When you add this, you have to... Kind of like with um, Obscure Ascendancy, you kind of have to consider your creature curve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the things I ran into when I was um, building my deck because a lot of them ended up being 4-cost. Like, Jax is a 4-cost. And then um, Zayatar's Envoy is a 4-cost. And I was like, oh, I can't use them to bring each other back. And then, oh right, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a build around. You have to think about. I think it's a fair build around. <laughs> yeah, I really like how it synergizes with Blitz, though. That's kind of their thing, right? Mm. Oh, I mean, it's Riveteers. that's true. That's true. Yeah, because like I think, is it, yeah, Obscure Ascendancy does not at all. Oh yeah, yeah. The mana value. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this one. Not too strong, but yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Next card. Oh, Darren. Oh, Darren. Darren. Oh, the charm. You get. Yeah. Oh, the charm. Okay, Riveteer's charm. Uh, black, red, green. Instant. Choose one. Target opponent. The part. Bleh. Target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker they control with the highest mana value among creatures and planeswalkers they control. Exile the top three cards of your library until your next end step. You may play one of those cards. Uh, or you may play those cards. Those cards. And exile target player's graveyard. Or, but yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, a lot of text. Darren put this as playable. Like playable. Of course. Having a little 
more than fringe. Combo for Kevin. All right, Darren, tell us. What modes? What are you going to play? I what think do? if you're playing... Because I like this because it's uh, it has... Um, I, I forgot the name. Uh, the the three mana black it has the same almost so almost the same wording as um as the first mode. Uh, I played it. Charm, hmm? Eldest Reborn. No, you gotta give us a card type here. It's an instant. It down. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, I that card. The but this time it also hits planeswalkers, so it's a little bit weird. It doesn't kill the biggest creature because they have a choice between the biggest creature and their planeswalker. Um, so there's that. It is technically a draw three. Oh, and oh, incidental oh, okay. um, graveyard eight is, is always good. And I think this is also... Oh, um, well, I think this is a little bit better than Jun Charm. I think this... Oh. Is, I compare this to Jun Charm. And I think this is a little bit better. I think Jun Charm is more um, aggressive because it does it does damage and it puts counters on creatures. And then it also exiles graveyards. Right, um, right. But I think this is more removally mid rangey. So I'm more like I lean to this. I lean a little. I lean to this card a little bit more. So which mode? Hmm. Which mode am I playing? I will definitely removing some creatures. Almost or all the time. Board. When I play this card, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, uh, I see what you're saying, and comparing it to Jun Charm because. They have the same third mode of getting rid of the graveyard. Mm. Yeah, I do like its removal better. Because what's Jun Charm? Is it a shock? Is it it's a shock. Well, it's, it's a shock to each creature. Each creature. Oh. Oh, each creature. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'd be using the first two modes a lot. Yeah, sacking a creature or a planeswalker. And Jun having, yeah, that impulse draw. That's That's nice. Three cards. You're probably not going to cast all three or play all three, but like by next turn. But you're probably going to use two, I think. And that's pretty, pretty nice. Drawing two for three mana. I like that. Yeah, I think yeah. I agree. Um, hopefully, one of those things you exiled is a land. So you get your guaranteed land drop for, for turn four. Yeah. And yeah, like what Micah said, at least you'll be getting two out of three value out of it. Um, I think. The graveyard thing is kind of just like a flex, like flex tech. Mm. It's there in case you need it, but then that's not the main reason you would run this card. So yeah, like I think what Micah said, I think the first two modes is what you're what you're keeping this for. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see that. Wait, Darren. So the card you're thinking of, it it's a mono black. Mono black. Target opponent, same thing, sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. Sacrifices a creature. A creature. I mean, there's a lot of those. Yeah. But uh, with the highest uh with the highest um, Soul Shatter? Soul Shatter, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean the sacrifice I guess goes around indestructible. You can probably run a kills. Like I mean, like Darren mentioned earlier, Murderous Rider has the adventure thing that kills some. Yeah, you're kind of in the colors of oh, some yeah. good removal spells. Oh, yeah. totally, yeah. But then, yeah, the flexibility. I think for me, the second mode is what I would be playing this for. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because you probably have kill spells already. That's true, that's true. Mm -hmm. 
It's still tech against yeah some oh, yeah, like yeah, hex proof yeah. things. I think that flexibility is always a plus here. Yeah. Yes, yes. Actually, yeah. I might bump this up actually. And to... it's also it's until your next end step, so you get to untap. Right. Yes. Wait until right, next yes. end step or. Until your next wait. turn. Okay. So. Oh wait, never mind. Right? Your next wait end step. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh. Uh oh. No, no, no. You can play this on their turn. Yeah, 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 that's probably what you should do. <laughs> oh, so then you get to untap. Okay, okay, okay. So you, so you can play this on their turn and then untap. <laughs> that's true. Right. But it does kind of limit you. It, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's not strictly draw two or three. It's draw three. Like, it's like I'm going to bump this up. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'll leave it where it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. If it was a loot it's... or a rummage, I think it'd be a little bit... I would like it if it was a rummage more, but then I think it... Impulse drawing is a little bit more interesting, I think. Yeah. Keeps it Lots of impulse draw. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, yeah, flips the flavor. So mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, next card. Unleash the Inferno. This is, it costs uh, one and Riveteer mana. So one black, red, green. It's a rare instant, and it has Unleash the Inferno, deals seven damage to target creature or planeswalker. When it deals excess damage this way, destroy target artifact or enchantment and opponent controls. With mana value less than or equal to that amount of excess damage. That's a lot of text for a very uh, simple uh, effect. And me and Darren have it as fringe. Kevin likes it. Yes, it's I do. playable. Oh, tell us, Kevin. Yeah. Um, I think this card is actually seeing standard play in uh, decks right now. Um, hmm. I think it's just present because Goldspan Dragon is a thing. And Ugh, Ghost Pandragon yeah. gives you so much um, mana flexibility. But I like this card because um, I can't remember the card right now, but there was a card before where it kind of, it's it's like trample. It's like a, I think it's a green spell. I think it's ramp through where it deals damage to a creature and then it, the rest carries over to the player. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so this one is kind of like trample, but it hits artifacts or enchantment. So it's kind of like a double removal spell. Yeah. And I would hope that you would be using it that way because, um, yeah, like in these colors, I think I mentioned it earlier, uh, you can probably kill a creature or planeswalker much more efficiently. But mm. this one, I would hope you you treat it as like a double removal. And I think with that, it's very playable in that mm. sense. Mm. Yeah. Darren, yeah. you agree? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the more, the like... I think it's important that this thing kills planeswalkers. Mm. Yeah, because you'll have removal. Mm. You're in, you're you're in Jundi. You'll have removal spells for creatures, but this can be like your removal spell for planeswalkers. Mm. It is instant speed, also. So yeah, you mm. can just, I mean, they can trigger their thing, but then you you're gonna shoot them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Yeah, the it's very clear. Like, there's a floor and a ceiling to this. One, killing a creature or planeswalker. Two is killing a creature or planeswalker and an artifact or enchantment. But yeah, I think it does depend on like the format and kind of the metagame to see if you know opponents have enchantments or artifacts to hit. But even then, like dealing seven, you're gonna you're definitely gonna kill a creature or a planeswalker. <laughs> right. Mm. And for four mana, it's it's okay, it's passable. But like if you're hitting a creature and an enchantment or artifact, yeah, that's that's huge. I guess um, kind of like a ruling um, addition to this. 
it has to deal excess damage for it to trigger that ability. So you can't just say like, oh, I hit your creature for seven. Um, I'm gonna hit a zero drop. Oh, like like hitting a treasure token or a land, an artifact oh, land, oh. <laughs> or an enchantment land. Wait, you can't do that. There, enchantment lands are or artifact lands are indestructible. Non land. Well, well not there all are of them. some, not all of them. Well, the dual ones aren't indestructible oh. from Horizons too. Oh. No, I think the dual ones are. Oh, are they? Wait, actually, are they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think so. It makes sense. How about the monocolored ones? Just as an example. Oh, okay, okay, those are not indestructible. They are. But I mean, yes. I was thinking of Orza Saga. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then the thing is, you have to deal excess damage. You right, can't just yeah. say seven to you and like I'll hit your right, zero yeah. drop, but you can. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I think when you, I think we all agree, you you yeah. sh- you need to hit two with this. <laughs> you should, yeah. unless you really need to unless get rid you of really something. Need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting card. Interesting. I like card, it. Yeah. I think that makes it better in commander then, I guess, because like the ceiling is oh, pretty yeah, high. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh you. Oh hit yeah, some, yeah. You'll hit something you're, twice. You're probably always gonna <laughs> get yeah. two things. The ceiling is you're always getting the ceiling. I think. Right. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright, next card. Oh, it's the What is it? The boss of the yeah. the family? Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> um the card is Zia Tora, the incinerator. Costs three black, red, and a green. Legendary creature, demon dragon, and it's a mythic with flying. And it says at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do Zeator, the incinerator, deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target, and you create treasure three treasure tokens, and it is a 6-6. Six, 6-6. Six. Six, six. Alright, going down. Oh, so Kevin likes it. I like it. Darren's uh, eh about it. Alright, Kevin, what is it? I love this card. Um, Are you going to play it? <laughs> I was going to play it oh, on a yeah. River Tears match. If you guys didn't kill me that turn, I had a Zeotora in my hand. <gasps> oh. And oh. it would have gotten out of hand pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because um, I think one of the big things always when there's a heavy creature is, does it do anything when it enters the battlefield? And yeah, yeah. it kind of does if it survives to the end step. And... It's very good because it triggers... Um, I think I kind of showed it a little bit too. Um, creatures that are Blitz, you can sacrifice them in other ways. And you still get the card draw. Oh. Right. So with Zeatora, if a creature is going to get killed anyway because of the Blitz, you can just sacrifice it to it, to his ability and then just shoot something. Right. And, and it, Ruling's uh, yeah, thing no. here. like You choose the order in which those yeah. sack triggers... Yeah, because um, the beginning right? of your end step, all of those things activate, and you choose yeah which way they they trigger. Okay. So um, yes. Another thing yeah. about this card is I was reading about it. Um, someone pulled this on a draft, and I think they had Boulder out also. Boulder. Oh. So Boulder doubled the power of a creature, and then this thing just like oh, flung it at you, <laughs> and then you got three treasure tokens. I think oh, at that man. point you'd be winning, but yeah. You should be. Um. I think this works really well with Blitz creatures. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then the three treasure tokens. That's also another thing. Um, the reason, like, I cut. Um, I think it's Ognis, the lieutenant, was because right. I had the, the the leader. It's like this guy's making three oh, treasure tokens right away. Yeah. So, yeah, and um, 
hopefully, I mean, the mana cost is always a little restrictive, but hopefully at turn 6, you either have yeah, treasure you're... tokens or you have yeah. enough to like play it. Yeah. I love this card. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like this card. This is a bomb if I've ever seen one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it synergizes super well with Blitz. Uh, the flaying damage is nice. Creating treasure tokens is nice. It's just, yeah, all around good, good bomb card. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, you like? Can you get? Know, apparently, you don't. Can you grab some of these for me? Maybe one or two. <laughs> Maybe one. <What? laughs> um, I think the problem was I didn't. So I was comparing it to Corvald. Corvald is cheaper. Um, ETBs, you can you can do your thing. You can like draw a card. <laughs> Uh, make it stronger. Mm -hmm. Actually, very good comparison, I think. Yeah, like they're uh, same mana cost. They're both dragons. They both want to sack things. They both want to sack things. They both fly. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> they both have red in their art. You know. Oh, okay. They're both Jund mana yeah. or Riveteer mana. <laughs> so I think, but I didn't read that it can do it to any target. And I was like, oh, that's that's. Spicy. It's a fling. It's a fling. It's a fling. It's, it's literally a fling. It's <laughs> it's so cool. Um, <laughs> it is pretty cool. I'll bump it up higher. I think mm. I would still play... If I had to choose between one, I'd play Korvald. But definitely, this is... This is this is spicy. This is actually really good. Spicy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Korvald's price reflects its utility. Yeah. I think it's like... 12 15 bucks yeah if if it was a what was it let's see it is 24 20 bucks if Sheesh. if i was if i was building a commander deck corvald would be my, my, my commander but like i would always be like looking for ziatora like ziatora would be in your yeah he'd be in the 99 or 99 and you'd want it like mm. to like finish the game yeah yeah I'm sure it will. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a cool card. It is. He's a cool dragon. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, no. Uh, there's one more. Uh, last card. Last card. Uh, Darren, take it. Okay, this is Zeatora's Envoy. One black, red, green creature, Viashano Warrior. Trample. One Zeatora's uh, Envoy deals combat damage to a player. Uh, look at the top card of your library. You may play a land from the top of your library or cast a spell with a mana value less than or equal to the damage dealt from the top of your library without paying its mana cost. If you don't, put that card into your hand. Yes. And? Uh, oh, it's yes. Blitz. Uh, Blitz is two black, uh, red, green. It's a 5-4. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we've... Had experience with this. Oh, we're same on the board. Yeah, playable. This card is yeah, interesting. T tell us how good it is, Darren. Um, after getting hit by it, or did <laughs> I get hit by it? I don't know. I think I got hit by it. I, I think know. you and Chris got hit by it. <laughs> I don't know if I did. <laughs> no, Darren did not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you oh, so. Tell us your experiences, Micah. <laughs> oh, I, I really like this card. It's very aggressively costed. Four mana, five four trample, and you can blitz it, and it's literally. Well, worst case scenario, it's a land on top, and you you draw it, and you can play it. Best case scenario, you can play like a four drop, five drop mana card for free, <clears throat> and that's that's so much value. Like this has this creature has so much value just as a creature, as a body, and when it swings, it's it's value all around. It's so good. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Darren. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, I I think I would only play this in Pioneer because in modern, um, mm. I can't Siege Rhino exists. Well, oh, well, that's not a pioneer. <laughs> in John, you would be playing. He'd be playing Huntmaster or Bloodbraid Elf. Mm. Like oh, that's of course. Yes, it's, yes. It's it's the the what's it called? Being able to cast cascade when it enters the battlefield and then having haste is I mean the envoy kinda can almost cascade. If you can it also has, it also has almost almost haste. So that's why I think in yeah. Pioneer this is a solid card. Uh yeah. 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 I think yeah, I agree. I mean as the person who played <laughs> this card played the card. Um I I would argue though it might have a it might have like a slot maybe in Jund if mm. you can make it fit. Yeah, I think it can. Yeah. Yeah, it can probably because replace the blood braids with this thing. Maybe not completely replace mm-hmm. it. Maybe at like a, maybe you run two of these. Um, modern just tends to run like low curve, but it depends on your build. Mm. But um, as a person who played this card, I think what I did was I had this, and then I did Jax's ability to make a second <laughs> copy of this. <laughs> And so that's good. busted because you're seeing okay, yeah, like what Micah said, five four trample is good value already, and then being able to draw cards from it is even better. If it's a creature that you get off the top that you can play, amazing. Amazing. That's like plus three, yeah, right? It, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. And then yeah, if you blitz it, it's. It's a plus one because you're getting the card from the Blitz and you're getting the the card from its ability. And or, you're swinging for five. Yeah, <laughs> like, or they're blocking it and you kill the creature. So it's very oh, yeah, flexible. Yeah. I think, yeah, like that example earlier with Zeatora and the Boulder, I think they doubled this guy's power and then they shot the opponent. Oh my god. That's 20. That's crazy. Wait a minute. That's actually really cool. That's really good. Yeah. And I think we all kind of see that because we did rate this card pretty high. Yeah, it's a good body is... off the bat. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, like this is the one that like kind of pops out at me compared to the other families. Like, God, it's just so efficient mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I like this card. I want to play it. <laughs> Please play it. I should I recommend it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess going into that then blitz. Um. Oh, how do we I like it? Yeah, how do we feel about it. I think you guys really Again. sold me on the blitz mechanic. Um, depending on the creature, I think Zeatora and Jaxus are really good blitz creatures because they draw you two. They they do plus two. They aren't just well plus one, right? Essentially, but like essentially, yeah, yeah. But it's they're great. They're both they're like it's a really good mechanic. Yeah, I think hey. I didn't like it at first either. Because if, I mean, especially me, uh, I like playing cre- like aggressive creatures. It felt weird um, having your creatures die. And like for me, the card draw was kind of like just a constellation prize. But then if you have <laughs> like mechanics that can work around it, like Zia Tora or Jaxus, then you can like you can get an engine going. But you, I think Blitz, um, you got to build around it, but it's cohesive if you do. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. Like, blitz on paper, it it's an okay mechanic, right? Haste, 
you're basically replacing a creature. I mean, you lose a creature. But the things like that can play around with Blitz, like yeah, like you said, Jaxus, the Taurus Envoy, Envoy. They they work so well with Blitz that I think it makes it worth it to play Blitz. Yes, I agree. Um, I think yeah, when I was building my deck. Um, I I put a lot of like sacrifice creature abilities there, like one to trigger blitz and two like just to uh, ascendancy. Like um, deadly dispute is there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like um, bone splitters, which is you know sacrifice a creature to destroy a creature. Oh yeah. Which normally would be downsides, but then like uh, yeah, like you got to build around it, but it works well if you do. Is bone splinter or bone shards? bone splinter? Uh, is it bone shards? Well, Bone something, way. yeah. Spark harvest. There you go. <laughs> these are all, oh, these yeah, are all yeah, kind yeah. of similar cards. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. find another one. I was showing Darren. There's a card from Midnight Hunt called e- Eaten Alive. It does, it has the same ability, literally like same mana cost and alternate cost, but it exiles a creature or planeswalker. That's much oh better. well, that's better. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, Kondra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how do you guys rank the mechanics right now? We have what shield counters, connive, casualty, blitz. Ooh. <laughs> okay, connive definitely for me highest. Um, I think blitz is probably gonna be third. Casualty then shield counters, kind of in the same place. Just because I probably won't play either of those. Mm. I play shield counters incidentally, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin. Um, I forgot how I ranked them before, but I guess I mean it's good or bad thing. Um, I'll put shield counters on the top. Wow. Okay. Really? And then, but you didn't like shield counters at first. I didn't like shield counter. What are you talking about? I'm running a broker deck. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll go into um. So shield counters at the top. Casualty and connive second, and then like maybe like a step below is blitz. Um, mm. I do like all the mechanics so far. I think Blitz, I do put it a little lower just because sometimes, um, I like having a, like, yeah, I said it earlier, I like having a, like, my creatures stay alive. Yeah. But Blitz is a good mechanic. Um, Connive is good because of the card draw. Casualty is good because I like using, yeah, Casualty and Blitz kind of do work together in that sense. Oh, true. Yeah. Have you, are, but, are you going to build a, de- oh, sorry, go ahead. I like casualty just because um, it it works with cheap creatures and I like like using cheap creatures. Oh and yeah, that's your thing. Yeah, I think shield <laughs> counters I just like because um, I like my creatures to stay in the board. <laughs> it kind of follows that logic. Um, then what were we gonna ask? Would you build a deck that has both blitz and casualty? Um, I didn't think about it at first because I wanted to have a triple color for casualty and a triple color for blitz mm-hmm. but it's possible um, yeah there's some crossover there yeah i think the most playable casualty cards are the blue ones like um the the draw spell one yes, which sucks because yeah. it doesn't fit it's it's the off color in jund in um in rivet <laughs> oh, yeah that's true so, <laughs> So I did think of I think my initial brew was to put them together as a four color and it's like ugh, I, well can you ugh, can you do like a three color <laughs> and then use the black and the red casualty cards? 
I'm actually not running any red casualty okay, cards. Well, the <laughs> I think some of the black ones are good too. Some of the black ones are yeah. good. But yeah, I think the red one, there's one is called Rob the Archives, and it just reminds me of um, National Treasure. Nicholas <laughs> 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 Cage? It's yeah, funny. Steel Declaration of Independence. But yeah, mm. it's possible. I agree. But I think there are enough cards with sacrifice costs that you'd have to casualty them. Mm. Mm. Like that yeah. dispute or, you know, oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Um, I but I think, uh, um, I guess just like a final thing also with Blitz. Blitz works with sacrifice, and I was running some cards that steal creatures. Oh, ooh. Like Ooh, Theatora yeah. would sack your own creature after I steal it, you know. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Were you playing um, uh, steal the firstborn? I was, but at first, but then I was like, "What if you guys, you guys don't have heavy uh, active treason?" Yeah, active treason would be good yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, um, the gen decks run that, like the old gen sacrifice. Kari's Evans. Kari's expertise, sir. Oh, <laughs> you doing? I think my list is similar to Kevin's. But I have shield counters, kind of. So I have conniving casualty tied for first, and then shield counters, and then blitz. I can see like that. Blitz, I agree. Like blitz has a standalone mechanic. Like like we said, it's kind of whatever. But just the synergies it has with the cards that have it is so good. But as a mechanic, I think it's it's okay. Right. That's why I felt bad, like placing it that low. But I was like, yeah, it's good. But then the, <laughs> the other cards are ones, so good. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like what you said, it's a standalone. Like, it kind of, like, works within itself. Yeah. But the other ones, they can work with other things. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I, yeah. I, this, this set is nice. I like all these mechanics. I agree. I think what can happen is that all of these mechanics, they're interesting enough that they can be, like, used again. They're not, none of these are, like, too busted that, like, mm. they'll, if mm. when they, when they redo them... They're gonna change. Like constellation was changed because a lot of the creatures that had constellation didn't have weren't enchantments, so they couldn't proc oh, themselves. I remember that. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, well, uh? so I think later on, like if they were to reuse these uh, mechanics, I think they'd be like uh, maybe a little bit stronger, if anything. Mm. Yeah. Like the ones that we have right now, are, like a good baseline. Yeah, they're a good baseline. Like, so if they were to reuse them again, definitely they could be stronger. I feel like these are stronger than like our recent Ravnica ones, like mm. Surveil and I, I forgot the other ones. Yeah, too. I, I agree. Like they're right. they're more playable. Yeah. yeah, and they're what they're doing with like newer cards. Like they're giving cards to those mechanics from Ravnica, but they're just not naming it as that, right? Like there's yeah. some cards that let you basically surveil. Like look at mm-hmm. top card, put a top bottom or graveyard, or not I, not bottom. Yeah, yeah. I read that somewhere where um, I think they're called like ability keywords. I forgot where. Kind of like how in the D and D set, where there were italicized words, oh, but then yeah, they yeah. can work as standalone. And yeah. I think like if if you look at um alliance, like for devilish valet, it has alliance and then like a dash and then it has like the the text on it. Yeah. And I think that's like an example of, like what you said where oh, it yeah. can be played in like a set without it. They'll just take out the the keyword, but it still works right. the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's that's red and riveteers. We got two more. Two more. Multicolored and the (laughs) Cabaretti family. 
we have not like raided them we at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got the, I need to build an Iodoc. Or we gotta do our homework. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Closing thoughts. Um. I'm good. I'm good. I don't have thoughts. The boulder. The boulder. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, good episode. Good episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs>